Chapter One of Pearl. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Tony Addison. Pearl by the Gawain Poet. Translated by George Coulton. Pearl, pleasant to princes pay, So daintily dight in gold so clear, From orient lands, I hardly say, Was never seen a gem her peer, So round, so comely everywhere, So small, so smooth her ciders were, Wherever I judged of gems so gay, I set her single and singular. Alas, in an arbour I lost my dear. She slid through the grass into earth away. Now pine I despoiled of love's sweet cheer, Of that spotless pearl that was mine one day. Since in that spot from me she sprang, have I waited there, wanting my wheel, That once was wont to soothe all wrong, And to lighten my lot, and to bring me heel. Now pierceth my heart the bitter pang, Swelleth my breast with the sorrow I feel, Yet never, methinks, was so sweet a song, as in that still hour to my soul doth steal. But, alas, for my sense must stagger and reel to think of her comeliness clad in clay. O earth, thou hast set thy sordid seal on that spotless pearl that was mine one day. Needs must spices from that spot spread, Where such riches to rot is run, Blossoms white and blue and red, Glow there in glory against the sun, There may flower and fruit never fade, Where down she slid into earth so dumb, For the blade cannot grow till its grain is dead, no wheat were else to the garner one. From good each good is ever begun. So seemly a seed can never decay. Sweet flowers shall daily spread to the sun. From that spotless pearl that was mine one day. To that sweet spot of sad renown. I entered to that arbour green in August at the summer's crown when corn is cut with sickles keen. The earth where once my pearl rolled down was shadowed with herbs full clear and sheen, gilliflower, ginger and gromelion and peonies powdered all between. There unseemly 
as was that seam. Fairer the fragrance that floated away from the dwelling where gloweth in glory I ween, that spotless pearl that was mine one day. In that sad spot my hands I wrung for careful cold my breast that bound dinned in my brain a doleful song though reason soothed the rankling wound i wept with wayward wits unstrung my pearl that here lay underground though christ's own law sweet comfort sung my wretched will to woe was bound i fell upon that flowery ground such drowsy scents my soul did sway i slid into a sleeping swoon of that precious pearl that was mine one day thence sprang my spirit forth in space while my body lay in earthbound dream my ghost is gone in goddess grace to venture where strange marvels teem i wist not where in the world it was but i found myself where steep cliffs gleam towards a forest i turned my face where rocks so radiant rich were seen no eye might bear their dazzling beam or the gleaming glory that from them glent no blazoned tapestry e'er did seem so fair as this sight that god me sent high crowned is all that steep hillside with crystal cliffs so steep of kind and woods and holts about them bide with stems as blue as blue of ind and beams of burnished silver slide or trembling leaf and mossy rind when gleam of glades did o'er them glide with shimmering sheen full sharp they shine a gravel on the ground did grind of precious pearls of orient the sun's own sheen was pale and blind before that sight that god me sent the sight of that hillside so clear taught my sad soul all grief forget such flavours fresh of fruits there were the thought thereof doth stay me yet fowls fluttered fearless here and there of flaming hues both small and great no zithern string or dulcimer could half their jocund mirth repeat for when those birds their bright wings beat they sang with such a sweet consent so gracious glee could no man get as this sweet sight that god me sent all was so dight in dainty guise this forest land where fate me set no mortal tongue might e'er devise the beauteous sights 
mine eye that met. I wander forth in blissful wise, no bank so big to daunt me yet. The farther in, the fairer rise, fresh herb and fruit and floweret. Rich fields with paths and hedgerows set, rough banks as fretted gold that brent on either side the rivulet. Such was the sight that God me sent. The glamour of that glorious deep was banks beset with barrels bright, whereby the sweet waves swirl and sweep with gentle murmur flowing aright. Down in the depths lay stones in heap, as painted windows glow with light, or as twinkling stars when the weary sleep stare from the welkin on winter night. For every pebble that met my sight was meat for royal ornament, and all the water was alight with this sweet sight that God me sent. This glorious sight of down and dale, of water, wood, and noble plain, stirred in me bliss, allayed my bale, soothed my distress, destroyed my pain. Beside those waves that softly steal, I went in bliss with teeming brain, the farther I followed that watery veil, the mightier joy did my heart constrain, as fortune fares when she is fame. Send she solace or sadness sore, the white on whom her gifts may reign, must chance to receive I more and more. More of weal was in that wise than I could tell, though I leisure had, for earthly heart might not suffice to grasp one-tenth of that bliss so glad. I seemed to see sweet paradise beyond those banks in verdure clad. That brook drew many a quaint device of waters through the golden glade. Beyond Beneath that slanting shade, I hoped to win the farther shore, But the water was deep, I dared not wade, Though ever I longed more and more, More and more, with anxious care, I yearned to see that brook beyond, For if t'was lovely where I could fare, Far lovelier was that farther land. I stayed my steps around to stare, in eager hope some ford to have found but perils more e wist there were the farther i stalked by the strand yet never was i so unmanned to turn away from that rich store of fresh delight so close at hand that moved my mind aye more and more more marvels now my soul beguiled, I saw beyond that merry mere, bright crystal cliffs on bright cliffs piled, radiant with rays 
that have no peer, at which cliff's foot there sat a child, a gracious maid, full debonair. Her dazzling robe was undefiled. I knew her well, I had seen her air, as glistening gold, pure and sincere, so shone she on that shining shore. Long gazed I eagerly on her there, the longer I knew her more and more. The more I gazed on her fair face, and saw her make so sweet a show, the more I felt such gladdening grace as seldom had been mine ere now. I yearned to call her, but, alas, amazement dealt my heart a blow to see her in so strange a place, and made my reason bend and bow, when, lo, she raised her ivory brow, that such a look of sweetness wore, as stung my heart with numbing woe, and ever the longer, the more and more. More than my yearning, my dread arose, I bowed full still, and dared not call, with eyes wide open, and mouth full close, I stood as tame as hawk in hall. Ghostly methinks was that purpose, yet I feared, lest it might at last befall, that the prize might escape me, which there I chose, ere I could make it mine with all. That gracious prize, so free from gold, so smooth, so slender, so seemly slight, rising up in array royal, a precious piece with pearls bedight, choicest pearls of royal price, there might man by grace have seen, while fair and fresh as fleur de lis, she wandered down that limpid stream, all glistening white her tunic is, open at side, and bound between with marguerites i well devise of purest ray and most serene her sleeves were loose and large i ween inwrought with double gems so white her kirtle was of self-suit sheen with precious pearls around bedight a subtle crown Yet wore that girl of marguerites and no other stone, high pinnacled with clear white pearl, with fretted flowerets thereon. Nought else upon her hair's fair curl, which hung in locks her neck adown. Her look was grave as duke or earl, her hue more white than walrus bone, as gold refined her tresses shone that on her shoulders lay loose and light their deep colour yet needed none of the precious pearls that her robe bedight bedight and broidered was each hem at hands at sides at overture with white pearl and none other gem and burnished white was her vesture but a wondrous pearl withouten when in her mid-breast was set so sure no stone in royal diadem 
in price with that jewel might measure methinks no tongue might e'er endure to tell the glory of that sight so was it bright and clear and pure that precious pearl that her breast bedight bedight with pearls that precious piece beyond the stream came down the shore no gladder man was twixt here in greece than i when she came me before she was dearer to me than aunt or niece and therefore was my joy the more when that red maiden proffered me speech inclining woman-like me before she doffed her crown of rich treasure and hailed me with a voice so light woe was me that i ever was bore to answer that sweet with pearls bedight end of chapter one